or you can stay right where you are. We want to give you the freedom to come sit on the floor or stay by your mommies and daddies. Either way, yes, Susan, even you. <laughs> and mommies and daddies too. But we just want the kids to know that you are welcome to make this your space too tonight. We want you to worship freely and enjoy the message. It's going to be a, a short snippet of a message. We're going to break it up into a few different parts. Because tonight's underneath topic is baptism. Yes. Come on. Yes, baptism. I'm so excited because we're just a little bit, you know what's about to happen, right? Yes. We're about to head to the beach and get salty, okay? Um, and we're going we're gonna to experience some baptism. It should be incredible. So absolutely, come on, sit up your trend in Phoenix. Anybody else would like to join them on the floor would be awesome. There's going to be some fun pictures up here, Phoenix. You're going to love it, buddy. So let me just tell you the definition of what I found on baptism. Can I share that with you? All right, here we go. The religious rite of sprinkling water onto a person's forehead or of immersion in water symbolizing purification or regeneration. Let's read this again, okay? Here's the words right here. The religious rite of sprinkling water onto a person's forehead or of immersion in water symbolizing purification or regeneration. In the Church of God, we believe in the complete immersion, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Eric will probably bring that up. But what's exciting is that tonight I asked a few people to help us talk about, ready, the history of baptism. Have you ever seen someone be baptized before? Where you remember your brother was baptized and you put them under the water and then they came back up? Do you remember that celebration? Have you seen that before? Many of us have. So tonight, we're going to talk about the history of baptism. And I've asked Paige and Laura and Eric to share some information with us. So they'll come up and give them a round of applause. Therefore, go and make disciples baptizing. 
And that was the first time that it was a call as like a part of the spiritual act of choosing baptism, repentance, you want a new life. And so those were the early days. And then from there, you know, the church started and just grew and grew and grew. And so we see the Middle Ages where you have some lovely artwork like this um, or like this. Beautiful stained glass windows. Um, but you have a lot of artwork where you see that it was really about the ritual of baptism. It was kind of like an act of something that you needed to do. But um, it also became popular for infants to get baptized. Um, and it really kind of stayed the same for hundreds and hundreds of years. So like this is the Middle Ages. And then the next change that we see is in the 1500s, which is like, you know, it's like 800 years later. But um, that's where we see it becoming more about the heart change. And that's kind of where we're at today, that it's not just this ritual that you should do or that's like everybody else is doing it or the church tells you you have to do it, but it's about your own personal decision. And so in the 1500s, we see that it becomes popular for people to get baptized because they choose it for themselves. And so from there, it really just sparks this whole new movement of um, becoming a Christian and choosing Jesus as your Lord. And even in the last 200 years, you can read about different revivals and moves of the Spirit throughout um, the world and throughout America, and how each revival is marked by large amounts of baptism. And so Laura's going to actually come up and talk to us a little bit about some more recent baptisms. And so they recently baptized 4,500 people. 
on July 8th. So, yeah, right? So here's a 50-year difference from this first revolution to the second. And they believe that 4,500, I have chills all over, they believe that 4,500 is the largest gathering or the largest baptism ever, ever recorded. So I love this. This was beautiful. Um, on the day of Pentecost, after Peter preached, we read in the Bible that 3,000 people were baptized. At Pirate's Cove, we were looking at a baptism of biblical proportions. Lori told the Washington Times at the event that tagged as the Jesus Revolution. He said that. So this is biblical proportions that is happening. And tonight, we are joining all of these churches, all of these Christians in this number. So we're adding to that number. Just like the Bible said, added to the number daily who were being saved. Amen. So that's amazing. And then this is their goal. So the goal is um, that they want to build on the success. They want to back, they call it baptize SoCal, and they aspire to expand its reach and become Baptist California. Next year, our intention is to call it Baptize California, not just SoCal, and have baptisms on Pentecost Sunday from San Diego all the way to the top of the state. Then we plan to unite the Big C Church to rally the following year in what we will call Baptize America, hosting hub locations from coast to coast where people can gather and get baptized. So 15 years ago, this huge revolution happened. We're joining in that now. So they believe that right now, this huge revolution is still continuing. And our church is joining in that tonight. So it's amazing. Eric's going to come up and share some of That is so awesome. You know what? These are some of my favorite children and all the children back there in the whole world. Isn't yeah. that awesome? And dads, you guys are some of my favorite dads in the whole world. And moms. Oh, you know, you're not my only child. Um, good luck all of you. <laughs> How do you know when somebody gets baptized, all of heaven celebrates? Yeah. Whether there are 4,500 or one named Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was baptized, and when he was baptized, the Holy Spirit descended upon him like a dove and lighting upon him and a voice was heard saying this is my beloved son whom I am well pleased every single time a person decides to be baptized any one of you in here has ever been baptized testifying to the whole world that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior all of heaven celebrates and when you go down and you come back up out of the water it's like God is saying that's my son that's my daughter and I am well that's going to happen tonight in just a little bit. This is, this is what the Bible says about Jesus being baptized. It'll be up here on the TV. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized. You know what? One time we were in the car, and um, Daniel had realized that his name was in the Bible. And Dallas started crying. He was a little guy. He started crying, and he said, my name's not even in the Bible? And Marcia, as quickly as she so smart. She said, oh, but Dallas, what's your middle name? And he said, Jordan. She said, that is the river that Dallas, that's where Jesus was baptized. And I was like, my name is where Jesus was baptized. <laughs> and 
<laughs> Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. See, John knew who Jesus was. I need to be baptized by you, yet you come to me. And Jesus replied, Let it be so now, it is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. Jesus was baptized by John. And this is what happened. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water, and at that moment, heaven was opening, and they saw the Spirit of God, they saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. What an awesome moment. That's going to happen tonight. Earlier I was talking to one of the guys who was going to be baptized. And he said, I'm, I'm just so excited. I'm just so excited. And, I, and he said, just in the same moment, he said, I just can't wait to come up out of the water and what that's going to be. That is awesome. You know, that's right. You know, you know, you know when it's a holy moment. You know, and it is. It is a holy moment. We believe that it is a holy moment. The church of God believes these kinds of things about baptism. We believe the scripture instructs us to believe in Jesus and be baptized. We do. We believe that the Bible tells us that. We believe that water baptism testifies to the, in the personal experience of the believer. It's personal. It's your experience. You're a believer. You're a believer in Jesus Christ. And that it represents that you've been cleansed from sin, you've died to sin, and you're raised back up in new life in Jesus Christ. We believe that our sins are now washed away by the blood of Jesus Christ. And we believe in full immersion. We believe going completely down into the water. Why? Because it's complete. It's total. It's total cleansing. Yes. It's totally gone. All your sins are gone. In fact, they are never, ever going to be remembered again by God. They're gone forever. And then when you're raised back up out of the water, it represents, it represents that new life, that cleansing by the blood of Jesus. Amen. We believe that you're already saved. Jesus is your Lord and Savior. But baptism is a testimony. It represents that you are. It demonstrates that you died of sin and have been resurrected in new life in Christ. These are some of the things that we tell the individuals that are going to be baptized at Church of God Sarasota, we give them this little piece of paper that has these things on it. It says this. Baptism in sins. Baptism is the physical act of going public with your faith. You're going public. You're telling the whole world. You're telling the whole world that you decided to follow Jesus and there's no turning back. Amen. That's the direction of your life all the way to heaven. So, baptism is this. It's the public confession of your faith. And you can find the scripture in Acts 2.41 that talks about that. Number two, it's a symbol of being, being cleansed totally and dying to sin. Romans 6, 3 and 7, you can find scripture that talks about that. It's a symbol of new life in Christ. In Romans 6, 8 to 10, you can find scripture that talks about that. So why be baptized? Here's why. Number one, Jesus did. That's the number one reason. Jesus was baptized. Number two, it pleases God. It pleases God that we're baptized. And number three, Jesus told us to. So it's an act of obedience. 
Matthew 28, 19, that go to the whole world, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That is going to happen tonight. That's right. Amen? That is going to happen tonight. And we celebrate with every single person that's going to be baptized. And you know what? Not just us, but all of heaven celebrates with you. Amen? Yes. Amen. Are you guys excited? Are you excited? This good stuff, right? This good stuff. All right, let's pull up that picture of the 50-year difference with Pastor Greg Glory from the hippie season to right now, this new movement. So uh, my thought is, what's our 50-year difference going to look like? Right? What's our 50-year difference going to look like? Do you, do you vision that? Do you care? Because I care. I care that this church isn't just growing, but it's growing exponentially. And in 50 years, we're seeing biblical proportion. A life change, salvation, a baptism of healing. I mean, we're seeing that right now. Amongst us, we are. And it's awesome. And it's exciting. And I can't wait. And I can't wait to see what God does because he's just getting started. But here's the deal. Those who are being baptized tonight, this passage is cool when you're using Deuteronomy. Because when you go under tonight, when you go under the water tonight, there under the water is, it's true, like come up and something's happened, but here's the deal, it's happening under the water. Because Deuteronomy 33, 27 says this, the eternal God is your, is your refuge, underneath are his everlasting arms. Tonight, those that choose to be baptized, as we immerse you, fall into the everlasting arms of our refuge, our eternal God, our heavenly Father. And ask you to feel his love for you, his grace, his forgiveness, his power. Feel his arms catch you and then raise you back to your life tonight. Well, before we move into the videos of the testimonies from the bad disease, I remembered an old song by Audio Adrenaline. Anybody? Audio Adrenaline? Come on. That's right. Just for you, just for you in your 30s and 40s, okay? But uh, it's good stuff, and it's called Ocean Floor. But here's the deal. This isn't just for those being baptized tonight. If you struggle with believing that your sins have been forgiven and forgotten by a holy, eternal God, let the words of this song soak into your heart, into your mind, into your belief in your center. That truly, those that are in Christ Jesus, your sins have been forgiven and they have been forgotten. They are on the ocean floor. Amen. 